this is Christina. And this is Jason. And this is One Thing. That's right. This is our once a month, first Monday of the month. Extra that we provide. One, one Thing. We don't have a guest on the show. We, no. we talk uh, about saints typically. But today we're going to talk about... Or priest. Last time was just Father Dismet, not a saint. Should be, maybe. We could think about that. But today we're going to talk about a book. Yes. And the book is... The book is titled, Building a Bridge, How the Catholic Church and the LGBT Community Can Enter into a Relationship of Respect, Compassion, and Sensitivity by Father James Martin, SJ, Society of Jesus. So he's a Jesuit. That's right. Now this book has been out... Uh, since 2017 mm-hmm. um, so it's not a new book no, it's been around um, and it's a controversial book um, and we'll probably talk about that a little mm-hmm. bit today on this um, and this is kind of new for one thing too because um, you know candidly speaking you and I have kind of ran into our own personal controversy preparing this podcast so um we hopefully won't yes. spill over into our discussion exactly today. it's difficult to talk it's, about this. it's a hard topic and so with that being said christina are, are approaching this in an attempt to be um sensitive to um everyone everyone we possibly can and in without um necessarily trying to water down the message which is pretty hard yeah it probably somebody's gonna get i don't even know if that's my expectation somebody's gonna get upset probably or we're gonna end up diluting the message somehow so somehow if you do get upset let me know yeah somehow we're not gonna do this well but we're gonna do it anyway so here we go so i would like to say that the father martin explains his reason for writing this book was right after the shooting in orlando do you remember it was a really long time ago in 2016 and um a gunman did they went into a nightclub he went into a nightclub and he gunned down 40 a lot of people and it was a um an LBGTQ nightclub and um, yeah so uh, Father Martin explains at the beginning of the book that he felt perhaps Catholic Church didn't say enough at that time and that's why he wrote this book okay so and oh by the way if you didn't know he's Stephen Colbert's buddy Oh, yeah. Sometimes he comes on the show. Yeah, he's yeah, kind of fun cool. to listen to. So um, the book has 147 pages, and Father Martin has split it into uh, these three big topics: respect, compassion, and sensitivity. So the first half of the book is how to apply those three things: respect, compassion, and sensitivity, from a heterosexual Catholic to the LBGTQ community. And then the second half of the book is conversely for how the LGBTQ community should apply those same three things, respect, compassion, and sensitivity to the Catholic Church. And then the last little bit, there's some prayers and some discussion questions and things. But um, so we'll just focus on those three terms. Right. And those three terms are important. Uh, Father James Martin didn't just yank those out of thin air. They're uh, they come right from the Catechism of the Catholic Church, paragraph 2358. And uh, for, um, and it, so please, this is a nap warning. Those of you, please don't take a nap, but I'm going <laughs> to read right out of the paragraph, right, right out of the Catechism, just so we understand where this uh, language comes from. The number of men and women uh, who have deep seated homosexual tendencies is not negligible. This inclination, which is objectively disordered, constitutes for most of them a trial. 
They must be accepted with respect, compassion, and sensitivity. Every sign of unjust discrimination in their regard should be avoided. These persons are called to fulfill God's will in their lives, and if they are Christians, to unite to the sacrifice of the Lord's cross the difficulties they may encounter from their condition. Now that's the end of that paragraph, um, <laughs> and that's not the only thing it found in the catechism on um, homosexuality. Um, in the catechism, there are some other paragraphs and, and some encyclicals as well. But this is kind of the big one, 2358, um, and so that's kind of why we picked that one to read from. And so you can kind of get just from the catechism um, the position that the church is taking, um, and also um, you can also see why it's it's a uh, it could be a controversial position mm -hmm. too as well. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about those three terms first. So okay, so with respect, uh, Father Martin talks about that for respect to occur, uh, we all need to recognize that they exist that they being the LGBTQ community. And we need to um, help them feel that they are a part of our church, okay, part of us. Um, we are one body in right. Christ, yes. And that that could mean including LBGT groups into your church or um, sponsor an outreach program, you know, do something like that. And granted, not every church is gigantic and that might include big groups like that, but um, opening yourselves for that. So and then just, also respect that they have this right to name themselves was also a big piece. Right. That they get to call themselves whatever they want, the LGBTQ, whatever they want. And we should also um, respect that and then therefore call them gay or lesbian or whatever it is they're asking. Sure. So that's the respect component is that acknowledgement, right? And I think the catechism also is pretty clear there too, right? Um, that um, our LGBTQ individuals are part of the body of Christ. That they're not excluded from. Um, they're not outside of the body of Christ. And so as believers in Christ and as you know, baptized Christians, um, they are incorporated into the body of one. Uh, the one body and so we have to recognize that and that is a sign of respect is to recognize and include include and include um, them into our into our into our body right. into our community mm -hmm. I, I always love the I always love talking about that we're all part of the body of the Christ that um, that when one is missing we all suffer when sure. one suffers we all suffer when one is missing i feel that i love to think about that and apply it to everyone right just mm -hmm. the guy i normally sit by at church and if he's not there one sunday I'm, i feel that right. so i think it's important to remember we're all part we're all grapes right we're all right. going to heaven right. together we're all going to heaven together the second term compassion all right so uh with this this compassion, he talks about the word compassion and that it means to suffer with, which I thought was very interesting. And um, that just like you read in the catechism, that it is our obligation to stop any unjust discrimination against this group. And we need to understand that they are suffering. And in some countries, actually, maybe not this country, but in some countries, it's against the law, like to to um, be LGBTQ or to come out and show that you are a part of this group. Mm 
Um, I know in Poland right now, there's a lot of unrest with this. And so in order to be compassionate, we should suffer with them and we should ask them, um, we should ask, we should get to know them first off, right? And we should then ask them how they are feeling about these things and when they have suffered so we can actually understand the suffering and have that compassion. Right. And I I mean, that's just almost self-explanatory, right? But it's hard to have, have compassion for someone, for anyone, if I don't know who they are. Exactly. Exactly. And so I think when we see this in the catechism, treat them with respect and compassion, the underlying message is there is we need to uh, make a concerted effort to include individuals LGBTQ um, of that community in in our circles, in our social mm-hmm. circles, in mm-hmm. our in in making friends. And it's I, I don't want to make it sound disingenuous that right. we're just supposed to you know hey hey yeah. are you gay are you lesbian well, do you want, want to be my yeah, friend can I buy you a cup of coffee Yeah, it should be more uh, like you're open to the possibility yeah, of making friends. So. And I and I did. He did mention too that we have this moral duty to stand up for, for them. Sure. Right. And that, and that comes again to that compassion. Right? right. We don't, we don't like our friends getting ran over, railroaded, or you know, um, manipulated or, uh, being treated poorly. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Or we don't want our friends. Mm-hmm. To not have a place to live. Sure, right. Or not to be discriminated against in some way sure. because of that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So then the last word is the sensitivity piece, which um, you kind of brought it up here. The question that comes up in the book is how can you be sensitive if you just don't know them? And so we need to know someone in order to be sensitive to that situation. And that means you need to get to know them. And just like you said, you can't be disingenuous with right, that. Right. Um, but there are plenty of opportunities, um, and you just need to make a new friend, right? Yeah. Make a new friend, and then get to know them, and not be not shy away. Probably is a better or di- discount them. And you can see how respect, uh, compassion, and sensitivity all call play into another, right? If if I'm respecting someone else. Uh, because they are a body of Christ, right? Then it, it's easy for me to have compassion for them um, and then to be sensitive to their concerns and to their needs and sensitive to them. Um, those all play together. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's the point. And, and the thing that um, I don't know if he talks about in the book, but I'll bring it up in the catechism, right? Is that um, every sign of unjust discrimination yes. um in their regard should be avoided you know what i mean and that that just that plays out in so many different levels um but that leads kind of right into the big controversy of the book and right actually the big controversy of the discussion of of lgbtq in the catholic church in our in our church in our community in our state in our country right right right. like just going back to that unjust discrimination makes me think about um, the Add the Words movement mm-hmm. a few years ago at our... Here in Idaho. Yeah, yeah. in here in Idaho. And that that is unjust discrimination against one particular group to not add the, the words. I did want to say he also um, talked with the sensitivity piece. And it, again, you were mentioning how compassion sensitivity kind of goes together. And it was coming from the catechism that... The term in there is um, disordered, mm-hmm. objectively disordered, or um, 
yeah, objectively disordered. Mm -hmm. And he said that 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 term is so painful and cruel to use and that, um, so just like compassion, you should, you should, or respect, recognize what the words are they want to use, how they want to be named. Well, in sensitivity, let's use the, the right language. Let's be sensitive and not just say, oh, well, you are, you are objectively um, disordered. That's not the right way to well, address think, anyone, really. Sure, it's, right. it's painful to think that way. And um, so that's being sensitive to people's feelings. I think that's just a normal human thing, right? And again, we come back to the controversy, right? And the controversy is um, same-sex marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, the Catholic Church is positioned that a marriage is between a man and a woman. Um, sacramentally, uh, marriage is between a man and a woman, um, and they protect that right and, and advocate for only marriage of uh, between men and women, both civilly as well. So, I mean, this is where this is where the conflict begins, right? Because as Catholics, and um, you know, we love our church, we love the faith, we believe our church, we believe in the truth and the gospel that which it preaches. Um, and so we see this position, um, but this is where I would argue that that a lot of Christians, uh, Catholic or otherwise, um, stop. In other words, they say our church doesn't rec- recognize same-sex marriage, so I cannot show respect, compassion, or sensitivity, because that will be interpreted. I said that wrong. Interpreted. That was pretty funny. It is interpreted. That could be understood or misunderstood to mean that I'm supporting same-sex marriage. Which is interesting because support, what does that even mean? Support and being an ally too, Mm -hmm. which is probably a whole nother conversation. But, but, but uh, Father James Martin, by the way, did not speak about same-sex marriage in this book at all. It was just about having respect, compassion, sensitivity for one another in order to build this bridge between the and two that could, groups. That could be actually be a criticism on the book as well, too. The fact that he avoided that topic altogether. Maybe. And for some certain some sure. circles, yes. Right. For me, it felt like a good first step. Like, I want to read this so that I can... Um, think about respect, compassion, and sensitivity with, with the LBGTQ community, especially because, um, no, especially because I, I, I feel like, I don't know, when I went through formation in the diaconate, you know, I've been called to care for others. And so I want to make sure I care for everybody. Right. 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 Yes. And so, yeah. And, and also this being June, Yes, this Pride, being Month. Pride Month. Mm-hmm. So then I, I was thumbing through Facebook the other day and I saw this article that said, Can Catholics um, support Pride Month? Well, what did it say? Well, I didn't read the article. <laughs> well, so, so that's, you just threw that out there. I do that all the time. Not I, that I, an ar- article was. No, I the do truth, that. Well, but... and I wasn't, I didn't have time to background the source. Yes. Right. Which you do have to be careful I, of. I do. You got to be very careful about what the source is coming from, and I didn't want to espouse it. But what I'm telling you is just the headline alone st- started a conversation in my head. And so, you know, this is where Christine and I keep bumping up against uh, in preparation for this too, right? It's because, um, you know, how do we present this 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 book? And it's a great book. Controver- uh, controversy or no? I think they're is some really good information. I think he handles those that uh, 
directive from the catechism, respect, uh, compassion, sensitivity, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it, it challenged me um, to make sure and to, uh, you know, be open to language, um, be open to uh, titles and respecting those types of things. But ultimately, you know, the question, the, the, the true question is here that whether we face as Christians is how are we being Christ? How are we living like Christ? And are we, um, how are we doing that? And if we are leaving intentionally uh, a specific sector of our society as marginalized as they are, mm-hmm. um, out of our out of our wheelhouse, out of our um, body, out of our sight, you know, we've turned a deaf ear, a deaf eye, we blind eye. Um, then I would argue that we are not living the gospel. Right. And how I see it, and I would agree with you, mm-hmm. um, is just I have to lead with that, that we have a moral duty to stand up for the marginalized. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's not just one place in the catechism. It's many places in the catechism that we need to be caring for others. Mm-hmm. And when we see discrimination, when we see somebody suffering, we need to um, suffer with them. We need to get behind them and we need to fight against that discrimination. And so... Um, and that discrimination comes from bigotry. Yes. I mean, that's ultimately what it is is this person is not worthy of what I'm receiving. This person is not worthy of the grace and the mercy that I'm receiving. Right. So that's ultimately what it is. Yes. So, so um, yeah, so we're at 17 minutes, which is pretty good. But I, uh, I just wanted to end with um, that I really like Father James Martin. And there are a lot of people that don't really... Um, agree with him they say some awful things but i think jason kind of hit it there there's a little bit of bigotry and fear in what he might be saying fear that he's tearing down the church but what he's doing is just he feels he has a moral obligation just like the catechism has stated to stand up for this group and write about them so and i think we've talked about it before many times uh if your faith is um rigid you know if your faith uh is black and white um, then I would suggest that maybe you're not really living the gospel. Yes. Um, our gospel is designed to put us in messy places. It's designed to make us think and to challenge and to grow um, and to bring Christ to individuals um, and to uh, the world in which we live. Right. So, thank you for uh, enduring this. Yes, one and thing. if you have, if you read the book, let us know because I'd be happy to finally talk to somebody about it other than Jason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Thank you very much. Bye.